It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk about walks on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. We're back with another edition of the Causeway Street Podcast, post-Christmas edition, which means Joel's back in his chair. He's, he's alive. He's I'm, alive. Not, I'm not as sick as, uh, as as I was in the last episode. Everyone's healthy here. No injuries, right? I'm feeling great. Sean, how you feeling? Great. I think, I think you're next. You're probably the next one to get sick. Nope. Both, both of us have, uh, have come down with it. Well, you know, you did come down with it, but you uh, managed to not sound sick on the podcast or had to miss an episode like uh, Joel did. Yep. Joel, how did you get away? <laughs> how did you cut that yep. temperature down, man? That's pretty high. I don't know why you didn't go to the hospital. If you were, if you had a what, 103, I know Sean said on the podcast 110 or something like that. But I don't think <laughs> it, it was, was quite that could severe. Have been, could have been the man. way he put um, it. I took massive amounts of um, Motrin. That's the trick, huh? That's the trick. That's yeah, that, the, that, uh, that gets it down? That's the fever reliever. See, I would have just went straight to the hospital and said, Doc, uh, what you, what you got for me, man? And he goes, that's, take, that's take the some one motion. place I don't want to go to. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. said, uh, $1,000 to take, take motion. motion right here. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, the Celtics dropped their Christmas Day uh, game against the Washington Wizards. It seemed like we had a back and forth contest until that fourth quarter. Uh, they did manage to get themselves a lead, a five-point lead, which, of course, we know in the NBA isn't a huge lead. Ain't nothing. But what transpired after the fact was uh, a bit troubling for Celtics fans, of course. I mean, the 12-0 run 
by the Wizards. That was awful. Game-defining run. And then the fact that the Celtics didn't grab a single defensive rebound the last seven minutes of the game was also a concern. So we'll get into that. Um, also, like a, a rebound in general. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas uh, It's still talking about what happened over the summer. Uh, he had a recent interview with Rachel Nichols, and then he clapped over, back bro. on social media for people criticizing what he had to say about not only Danny Ainge, but about the fact that the Celtics <laughs> did trade him. Oh, it's like that yeah, shot. Yeah, it's oh, enough. Boy. I have enough of it. I All right. Enough. All right. It's like that. We'll get into that as well. But uh, first off, let's, let's let's start with this. So, like I said, you know, 12-0 run. Uh, you had the fact that, of course, Beal and, and John Wall went off, combined for 17 fourth quarter points. Uh, they were certainly were the difference. Jason Tatum did you know, do his thing on the offensive side of things. So did Kyrie Irving like he typically does in the fourth quarter. But what struck me as a, a surprise was the fact that Celtics players really let this loss kind of roll off their back. You know what I mean? I mean, Brad Stevens, of course, talked about the reboundings, what was his biggest concern. Um, he, he he pointed to that right after the game. But when Kyrie Irving and, and Al Horford asked about it, they both downplayed it, specifically Kyrie Irving now. You pissed, you pissed him off, Sway. You pissed no, him off. No, man, I did not like, piss him, piss him off, off and do listen, that. Man. Listen, he said, he said, why? Why? Because it's Christmas? Who the hell cares about I Christmas? I mean, look, the fact that th- what I just said, what transpired, a 12-0 run on top of the fact that the Celtics didn't grab a single defensive rebound in the last seven minutes, in my opinion, this was the most frustrating loss. Now, first of all, there's a difference here, right, between a, a, a blowout loss, a bad loss, and a frustrating loss. This is a frustrating loss because you weren't able to just pull down a few rebounds that could have changed the outcome of this game. Am I wrong in thinking that? I mean, it's a few things. Besides the rebounds, they had like three back-to-back-to-back turnovers and, mm. and crucial moments of that fourth quarter. I just felt like, I don't know, they weren't in it. Like mentally, physically, yeah, they didn't get up in the, the last game. like three in the last three minutes of that game. And you know, a team like Washington, like the thing that pissed me off more about that about that loss is the fact that Washington, when they feel like playing, this is what this is the result, right? Especially John Wall and and, and Bradley Beal. Yeah, and I, I think this was the Celtics' chance to really say, like, you know, Washington, like, relax. They're, they're not having a great season, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. They can't. They come into your building on Christmas Day on national television, first time since Game Seven, and and last year. And they are they are the better team that day. Like there's there's no there's no way around it. The, the Wizards outplayed you from uh, from all all facets of the game. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I get pissed off about. Oh yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. Like you, how are you? How are you not getting up for a game that big? Yeah. Like if even if it's not on Christmas, if it's a Friday night in uh, February, and you get the Wizards coming in, like how many? They're I mean, a team that you need to to stack up against. Like, not only you that, need but to like, you play, know, play well against them. First time you're playing against them in the season, like get up for the game. Like this is to put them to to kind of bring them back down to reality a little mm-hmm. bit. You know what I mean? Like I know the Celtics have been struggling as of late. Now this is what their their sixth loss in the in the last eleven games. Well, John Wall, John Wall had a game. John Wall played really well. No, Bradley, Bradley Beal played Bradley really Beal. well. Like how many dunks did Bradley Beal have? Yeah, but, he had more dunks in this game. Than I think he's had his entire career. John Wall was more efficient, but yeah, well, he he finished strong in, in transition, and that's what Brad B, Bradley Beal does. But the pro the problem is that twelve will run to end the game. That was a disgrace. Right. That was an absolute disgrace. Yeah, but you have you had you had uh, Porter going off from the three. 
Ubre going off from three point land. It doesn't like, matter. Like, get like get a just... rebound. Play defense. Do something. Right. Don't turn the ball over. Right. Run an offensive play. They didn't do any of that in the last three minutes of the game, and they, they got absolutely they got their yeah they, they, they got their butts handed to them. They, well, the, they didn't play much defense either. I think it wasn't his response that surprised me when I asked him. Is this the most frustrating loss of the season? I think it was his demeanor. You know what I mean? I feel like he yeah. thought as if like that wasn't a legitimate question, or he was thinking to himself like. We've lost, you know, this is, we've had much more frustrating games than this throughout the season. This is, of course, their 10th loss of the season. Um, the, the, the fact that, you know, like we said, the, the, the runs, the rebounding, I mean, those two things coincide with what we've been seeing throughout this stretch where the Southern has been dropping games because of lack of rebounding, because of the defensive side of things. The two things that essentially put the Celtics in front of the entire Eastern Conference. And now they sit in second place in the, the Eastern Conference. The league too. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it really surprised me about his demeanor to it. Um, you know, look, I get it. It's a game of runs. You know, 12-0 runs, that type of thing happens in basketball. But in that stretch, and, and to not put forth the type of effort that we've seen in the past, I mean, the Celtics enter that game as the 10th best rebounding team in the league. Yeah, and and, and I think... Um it's not it's not the it's not the fact that they didn't play well too it's like you need to after a loss like that you should feel some you know some type of emotion mm. about the loss you got to be pissed off if he's just pissed off like everybody else should have been right. then it it doesn't matter i feel like i don't know Kyrie with this christmas thing that thing's weird man right like that response Super, like that, me. That, that that's, that's not what we're talking right. that's, that's yo, the real reason why they lost right the, the question <laughs> wasn't about christmas it was about Everything else, and he in his mind, he's like, "Oh, why?" Because Christmas, like, did you intentionally play like crap because it's Christmas <laughs> just to prove your stupid point? That is not a holiday. Like that, yeah. Oh, well, I it's, don't care about not, this it's, game. It's not important. This is just another game, everybody. No, nothing to see here. Right. Christmas isn't real. Let's so, see. So you should have followed it up with, uh, "You do know it's a, uh, you know, it's a federal holiday, right? You know, that, that things were closed. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't enough for debate. It's you actually a I mean? holiday. The, the post office was closed. The banks were closed. You know, I just, I just wish I mentioned the fact that the the, the rebounding side of things. You know what I mean? Like I, I did obviously say the twelve zero run. I'm like, no, it's about the twelve zero run. It's about the fact that you you had a lead. It's about the fact that the way that things the transpired throughout the fourth quarter should frustrate you against a team like the Wizards, a game that you had. I'll give them this. The schedule has been extremely tough for the Celtics. And they could be a little tired. They could be a little burnt out. But at the end of the day, like, you need to show up for the games you need to show up for. This should have been a game, no matter how tired you are, it's against the Wizards. I guess Kyrie wasn't on the team. Half the team wasn't on the team, right, against the Wizards. But still, you have some bad blood there. And it's not even it's not even, it's not even just that. It's the fact that a, a, a lot of analysts and a lot of critics view the Washington Wizards as, like, a top team in, I the, do. in the Eastern Conference. I do. Well, they have the top backward I, in the Eastern I, Conference. That's what we were talking about. You know what about. I mean? Like I that, that's we, that's a we, big difference. When we did our Eastern Conference preview, I said that they're the number three team in the Eastern Conference by default, right? Because of what they did last season. Mm. And the, and they pretty much didn't make any changes. They uh, brought in Jody Meeks. Okay, great. Great signing. But in terms hey, Jody of... Jody Meeks is on the Wizards? Yes. <laughs> Jody Meeks made a few mess, threes <laughs> against the Celtics. But besides, besides them bringing back this pretty much the same exact roster... You could tell in this game that in terms of shooting, they, they have improved. Even John Wall, who's not a great shooter, but overall is a great facilitator, he made things happen. Mm. Okay. But at the same time, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go crazy and be like, Oh, the Celtics need to be worried if they face the Washington Wizards in a, in a seven game series. Right. But here's the main thing about the Wizards that no one really talks about this season. Right. 
the fact is that they have been great teams, but they have also lost to some awful teams this mm. season. So the like, same, same, thing like, same, same thing could be said about the Celtics. Right? Okay, but but their demeanor is when they, they when they feel like playing, this is the end result. Right. When they don't feel like playing, then you see the flip side of and things. And they're always going to rise to the challenge exactly. because they remember, obviously, what happened okay. past May. Last time they played the Celtics, last time they were at TD Garden. I mean, they didn't forget clearly because they brought forth that type of effort, yeah. especially in the second half. But this team, though, in terms of like the way they've, they've played this season, the up and downness of the – I mean, with the Celtics, it's been recently. But with the Wizards, it's been all season long. That's why I don't think that they can reach that next level you know, quote unquote, like plateau because of like that's just their their attitude towards things. All right, last question before we get off this seven game series. How do you feel about the Celtics' chances against the Wizards? Is this, is this just one of those games that got away from the Celtics, or do you actually see the Wizards as a potential team that could not only push the Celtics to seven games like they did last year, but knock them off? It's tough to say. I would I would lean towards because I'm with Joel. I mean, they I rise would, the occasion when they play towards, the Celtics. They're ready to go, and when they when you see their backcourt doing what they did. On Christmas, I mean, that's a tough team to beat. The As, they, hadn't, they hadn't won in Boston in quite some time. Forget right. the playoffs. And, yeah. You know, but the last few seasons, they they just don't win in Boston. Yeah. I um, meant more to them than it did to the Celtics, which it should have been definitely. a little more even. Well, because yeah. it's not a holiday. That's why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then it mean as much to Kyrie. That's what yeah. it is. Uh, that's what which it is. Is, means the Celtics because. Come on, man. Come on, man. To quote, to quote, to quote Kyrie Irving. Come on, man. Come on, man. No. Um, Hell no. Seven game series. <laughs> who do we no. got? He's like, he's like, you think I'm, you think I'm Fred Hoiberg over here? Like, come on, that's tough. I don't know. I don't know how the Celtics would play in a seven game series yet. They've been so up and down lately. If they don't make any improvements on this team and add another score, they need more scoring. They can't keep up mm. with the Wizards. I, if I'm the Wizards are scoring, more about the Raptors. See, I'm still not. With, I'm not. With I'm not too worried about the Raptors. Still mm. in the playoffs, they choke. Right? Yeah, but we mm. saw last year the Wizards come out of a spot where you know they weren't. They were down 3-2. Yeah, they, and, and they legitimately showed up and had John Wall and Bradley Beal had a great series. Now, they didn't have enough talent to take the Celtics down, but I don't know. Another year of Oubre, another year of Otto Porter. Mm. Like that, Otto these, Porter looked really good. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I, who knows? But... I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause. I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying anything because I I so I, they have a chance. I think I think the Wizards. I think that's I, your answer. They have. A I chance. think the Wizards would beat the Celtics in a seven game series right now. If the Celtics don't improve and they go into the and they don't get Hayward back and they don't add another piece hmm. and all these things don't fall into place, then yeah, I would probably pick the Wizards. All right. It's a bad matchup. It is. It is. All right. Well, that's gonna uh, do it for our opening segment. Opening segment, of course, is brought to you by Goodfellas at DraftKings. Head over to DraftKings.com if you haven't already. I don't know what you're waiting for. Use the promo code CLNS. Get yourself signed up, of course, with your first free uh, deposit. Get a shot at winning your share at $10,000. All you got to do is head to DraftKings.com and enter the promo code CLNS. All right, let's switch gears a bit. Uh, like we said at the top of the episode, in a recent interview with ESPN's Rachel Nichols, Isaiah Thomas said that he wishes the Celtics medical staff was more open. Says he wishes that they had told him more information about his hip injury and that if he could do it all over again, he wouldn't have played. Do either of you guys believe any of this? Isaiah needs to stop talking. He needs to stop. Well, if he's asked a question, what do you want him to say? I'm just I, like, let it go. The only reason why he's getting asked the questions is because he's making a big deal out of it. He's putting in his documentary that he's advertising. Well, the documentary has been out for a while. It's not, it wasn't like he just dropped it. Oh, I'm the only person who got traded ever in the NBA. Ugh. No, I, I love Isaiah Thomas, but what he's doing right now is annoying, looking for attention, and then and then the it, oh oh um I don't I don't get why people keep bringing it up. You are 
motherfucking talking about it every single day. <laughs> so, yeah, Thomas tweeted out the following, a couple of tweets about it. He said, uh, it's funny how people think I keep bringing up the dumbass traits. You are, Isaiah. It's the media asking the same dumbass questions about it. So it's obvious then they stop want talking to about keep it. going. Well, it's th- not like when I'm interviewed, I'm asking them. Can you please bring this trade up, please? LOL. Second tweet uh, following that one was, don't get mad at me like I'm sitting here wanting to still talk about the trade. Get mad at the person interviewing me, LOL. Get mad at the person, or excuse me, get mad at the questions, not the real answers. These posts were for the people who think I'm salty about the trade. Good morning to y'all too, LOL. Two things. He's all over the place. If if, if he was healthy to play in the first game of the season, then that would be the narrative for that, right? Everything was all crazy the first game of the season for Kyrie, right? Oh, what's Kyrie going to do? What's he going to say? How's he going to respond? So this is Isaiah now coming back to Boston for the first time. More than likely, he's going to play. So what else is the media going to talk about? Yeah, but at the same time. I don't time, care look. if the media is talking about it. Well, they're gonna, no, that's part of it. It's Isaiah the- talking about it. Isaiah did not have to sit down with Rachel Nichols and have a 30-minute freaking conversation about was five the minutes. trade. Yeah, it was literally five minutes. Five minutes, minutes long. <laughs> that, that interview <laughs> was edited, guys. It probably was at least a 30-minute conversation. You think there's a part two coming? It might be. It might be. You, no, you know it's, it's ridiculous the amount. And, and, and you know what? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I still not talking to Danny. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Grow up. You're in the NBA. You got traded. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna be mad at the Celtics, fine. Be mad at the Celtics. Don't talk about it. If you, if you are, if you're putting that tweet out and saying, "Oh, I can't believe people are saying I'm talking about it," it's because you are Isaiah. So let it go. Either be mad about it and embrace it fully, and just be a villain, or stop fucking talking about it and just play basketball when you get on the court. That's it. Yeah, I agree with Sean to a certain extent because I, I think, okay, look, listen, Isaiah, clearly you still have this grudge against the Celtics. Clearly, you don't mind talking about it because let's face it, you're an NBA player. At the end of the day, you can tell Rachel Nichols, look, we're doing this one-on-one. I don't want to talk about let's, the trade. Exactly. Let's focus on my recovery. Let's focus on what I had to do to get to this point. Thank and you. I'm done talking about the Celtics. Yeah. I'm done talking about Danny H. Well, maybe that's the other 20 minutes of that conversation, but ESPN decided, like, no, that shit's boring. Yeah, but let's talk about what, 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 what's going to no, make, no, 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 make people react on Twitter. But this, this is what I'm saying. If, if you want to release those comments, if you want to make those statements... Don't turn around and say, oh, it's Rachel Nichols asking me these questions. I have to answer it. You know damn well, Isaiah, if you don't want to talk about a certain topic, you can address that before the interview is even taped. Yep. And they will not bring up certain questions that and here, you don't want to hear. Here's the thing. And if you're gonna if you're gonna react and if you want to keep talking about what happened, stand by it. Right. Stick by it. Don't don't put it on Rachel Nichols. Yeah, because I I think Isaiah is doing this to keep his name in the limelight. Because at the end of the year, end of the year, he's a free agent. Like he needs his name to be in the papers on front page of Sports Center, everything. It needs to be Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas. So why wouldn't he embrace it? So I get why he's doing it. It's to make more money, but just embrace it. Stop coming on Twitter and trying to be like, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, uh, no, <laughs> yeah. But it's even, not my fault. Yeah, yes, Sean, it Sean, is. Bro. Even if he did embrace it, though, you would still be like, stop crying, right? Uh, I at this I, point, yes. I don't mind the look. Look, I know it's been a while. It's been months now. 
If he wants to whine about it, he can do what he wants to because at the end of the day, he's the one who's going to have to back it up. He's the one who's going to have to say, hey, yeah. Boston, you made a mistake. So I will he's say, the one who's going to have to perform at a high level. I will say, if Isaiah Thomas comes out this year and averages like 14 points and like four assists or That's something. That's not backing it up. And then everyone's going to be like, um, maybe you shouldn't have uh, been crying and, right. and been in the gym, right? <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't mind what he had to say. I, I just think it's, it's, you have to stand by your, your comments. Yeah, so don't, don't, don't say that, oh, it's the interviewer. Who, who's making me answer these questions? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore, guys. But right. ask me some questions, and I'll answer all of them. All right. So, then let's, let, what about the flip side of it? Does does he have a legit gripe with the Celtics medical staff, who the Celtics fired mm-hmm. right after the trade went down? That mm-hmm. no one really Interesting. discussed. Interesting. That this 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 uh, team was together yeah. with like 20, 30 years. I don't think that's a coincidence that those that's guys not got a coincidence. Fired. No, I don't think that's a coincidence not whatsoever. At all. No, I I I think I, if that's where he wants to gripe about, fine. Yeah, but I don't believe him that he wouldn't have played if they told also, him. Also, exactly. Up front. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah was going to play no he, matter what. He, he was a competitor, and he yeah. made the decision to say, I want to play. No right. one, no, a doctor is not going to tell you, like, hey, Sway, I don't think you should play. And he says, no, I feel good. I can play. Right. I just dropped 50, right. whatever, 53 it's, against the Wizards. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm riding off this momentum. I'm playing. Right. I see the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, in my, in my sights. Nothing's going to stop me from playing. And the individual has the final say, right? But if somebody, obviously, if Danny Ainge went to him and was like, hey, before you uh, continue this game with the Washington Wizards, uh, just so you know, um, Kyrie Irving's going to ask for a trade request and we're going to trade you. Right. Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. You're yeah. not going to say, and, oh, of course. And yeah, he, I'll still play. He was convinced he was getting an extension with the Celtics. Like, yeah. he must have been convinced. We all were. No, no, this one was. I, I was convinced. I just didn't know how much he was going to get. He was going to get. I I thought it. I didn't see no. the trade because happening of, because of the Gordon no Hayward situation that everybody was convinced that they were going to go after him or at least throw a pitch at him. Uh, the Paul George trade that was up in the air. The, the Jimmy Butler trade that was up in the air. All these things. They were like there was no way they were going to extend him this summer had he been injured or not. not no, summer, no, not this summer. But I mean, I mean, like yeah, last summer, I mean, this past summer. Once the Celtics signed Gordon Hayward, it was like, okay, perfect. These are these are three guys: yep. Horford, Hayward, and Thomas. I don't know. He can't. He can't look back and say, "Oh, I wouldn't have played if I knew this was going to happen." Get out of here, dude. The only reason why you're going to be paid—that's not what he's saying. He's saying, "Had he?" That's had what he said. More, had he been given more information? And I don't believe. I'm. I'm not saying I believe he would have not played. But his whole thing is. Had I had the Celtics medical staff that was fired saying that, you know, maybe he needed surgery, maybe he didn't mm. need surgery. But again, it was up to him to play or not play the end of the day. Right. Mm. Say if say if he didn't get injured and in, was that game three against uh, Cleveland? Well, originally it was that. I know. Wait, season wait game, when, yeah, yeah. when did that regular season game happen? That happened. In that was in February. February. OK. Yeah. So this is my problem with Isaiah Thomas's it's argument. Timberwolves. If he did sit and get surgery in february he would have missed the rest of the season no, and his big about, complaint right now is i can't though. be sitting and listen, listen. i don't i need to be playing i can't be sitting on a bench watching if i knew i was gonna have to sit for this long blah 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 blah, blah. guess what if the injury is the injury but do you remember when the injury happened though the injury the, the report from the celtics was he had a, a leg injury it had nothing to do with his hip no hip's part of the leg Mm, but the hip didn't come out the until, didn't after, come out he until was, after he got injured in the playoffs. He was ruled, Guys, out, of, he was ruled out of the Cleveland series. I don't know if you know this, but the hip is connected to the oh. thigh bone. <laughs> is, that the, is that the rhyme? It wasn't even a leg injury. Ah, yeah, now I remember, I remember it was an ankle injury. I remember writing about that, that he was out yeah. 
for two or three games. There was a lot of questions, which is why I mean that's a great point. Sure. Why, why we we we're not seeing the so, same medical so staff that had, we saw so last had year. Had the medical staff, I'm just hypothetical. Had the medical staff was <laughs> he's not dead, but <laughs> had the why medical staff me? said, you know what, maybe Isaiah shouldn't play for a month. You're at this is this is like the beginning of or it was like the middle of February. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should he should be out for a little bit longer than than what he was out for. Starting to get annoying. I don't know. It's but, just annoying. I don't know. He would have been probably may, may, may have been healthy there. And I, I doubt like, it. It's like the ex, Celtics at the like, end of the day locked out because Kyrie demanded a trade. So it's like the ex girlfriend metaphor that we were using before. You know what I mean? It's like, oh well, if I knew she was gonna dump me, I wouldn't have taken that trip to Miami. You know, right. I wouldn't have gone. Like, yeah, obviously, obviously you would have. But at the end of the day, you did it because you didn't think that the girl's gonna break up with you. The Celtics broke up with him. You know what I mean? Like he's all, salty. He is, but it's like, it's like, but, I, it, but I, you're, I, you're not, you're not telling the truth at that point. You're not saying, yeah, like to say, like, oh, if I knew, I would have, I wouldn't have played. Here's my you thing: would have played. I think Isaiah is just be honest and say if they didn't, if I knew I was going to be traded, I was going to play. Just I think, say that. I think Isaiah is is acting this way and is still hurt about the whole situation because he is that jilted lover syndrome, and now he just wants to ruin the Celtics' reputation about the doctors, Danny Ainge, all the stuff. He's going in on it just to make sure that. You know, he is negatively putting the Celtics in a negative light. I don't know. People make decisions based on information, right? So if he's given wrong information, um, or I don't know. I don't know if you know who our president is, but he does not do that. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about an average person. Okay. All right. Thank you, though. Based on information, so if he's te- if he's saying if he's being told it's not as bad as it looks, you can still play on it if you want to. Of course, he's gonna play on it. It got worse. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Danny Ainge was like, I. I don't think the Celtics have a chance to beat Cleveland. So yeah, shut him down. I'm gonna go after fucking Gordon Haywood or whoever else was available. And Isaiah is gonna be the reason why that person or whoever comes to Boston. I. I think he has a legit gripe with the medical staff. Maybe whatever. What that all that other stuff with Danny Ainge and and whoever he doesn't want to talk to in the in the organization. That's water under the bridge. That's whatever. That's that's that, that's his prerogative or whatever. But when it comes to the medical staff. There's a reason why the Celtics quietly got rid of everyone. They're like, oh, well, you know, uh, we're, we got this partnership with, with, with General Electric now. So we have all this new equipment that we want people who have hands-on experience with this equipment to come in and help players with their injuries. What did you guys think about what he said about the, uh, the Max Deal thing? That he still thinks he deserves a Max Deal regardless of his health concerns. He's not going to get a Max Deal. And... He's gonna. <laughs> but Sean, how do you know how he's gonna bounce back? Like, why is everyone assume? Oh, there's no way to be the same. Okay, clearly he's not gonna put up 30 a game because what, of, what's a max deal again? Because he's playing with the, max deal? with the best player in the world. A max deal. What did Gordon Hayward get? What did Al Horford get? So I think that's I, a max deal. Twenty eight, twenty nine. He'll, he'll make. He'll make. I think probably. I would sign him to a four year, twenty three million dollar contract. That's a hell of a lot more than what he's making now. So that's perfect. That's a that's a, a max deal or a damn near wait close four, to one. Which is like four years, 90 mil. Oh, 90 mil. Oh. Yeah, you could see something like that. I mean, he's going to have to come to a compromise if, if and wherever Cleveland's he... going to keep LeBron James Cleveland. around. Okay, okay, okay. Which okay. I think they really want to do. They're not going to keep LeBron James. LeBron James no, is gone. Go. Here we go. Where's so, he going? Cleveland. Where's LeBron going? Isaiah should leave no, Cleveland no as well. Where's LeBron going? Uh, yeah. Wherever the hell he goddamn pleases. <laughs> no one can answer that question. That's the thing. 
He's not LA? staying in Cleveland. Going to LA? He's not staying in Cleveland. Him and LeVar Ball are going to win championships together. You can't re-sign LeBron James. Johnson. You, you can't re-sign LeBron James and then re-sign Isaiah Thomas. I think Isaiah would easily take a pay cut to play alongside oh, LeBron Oh, now Isaiah is going to take a pay cut. Now now he is, right? I didn't say he's going to get a max deal. I'm saying that he's going to get he's going to perform at a level where he should get a max deal. But if it takes taking a bit of a pay cut just to play alongside LeBron James and not go to, I don't know, uh, one of those rebuilding teams, a rebuilding situation, he'll do it. I don't, no, I, 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 I don't think he needs to take a pay cut. Because you especially know because we know LeBron's the GM, the owner, and the, the president of the Cavaliers. Yeah, but you know LeBron's still going to do those, you know, two-year with the player option. Oh, yeah, deals. he'll still do that. Yeah, exactly. so which talk, is a so, which is a $35 million contract. Yeah, so Isaiah doesn't really have to take a pay cut. If you're yes, talking about 23, for $23 million, he's got to take a pay cut? Well, they got to bring in some talent. I mean, they still have Kevin no, Love on the if, books. If they LeBron James have, is making like $35 million a season. If they, they still James, have Thompson. They still LeBron, have Love on yeah, the books. If they still LeBron have. James signs for thirty-five million. It's exact. It's the same exact team that is right now. No difference. No, LeBron's making more money. He'll make more money. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're just. You're, He's you're, not. You're signing. swapping out of the interchangeables like you know, yeah. the Jeff Greens and the, the guys who signed one year. Dwayne, deals. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Uh, Rose. Derek Rose. Whenever he's done being yeah. depressed, you know. He's gonna come back probably before the playoffs or whatever it is. You know what I mean? I don't know. Kyle, I think Kyle Isaiah. Deron, all those guys, you take those guys off the books, and then you can fit Isaiah with his twenty-three million dollar contract. I think Isaiah's. I think Isaiah's time in Cleveland is gonna be short. I do. It could be. I do. It could be. Four but I, I just don't think that because think he's not it. going to perform. I, I really do. I I believe he's gonna he's gonna bounce back. Really you think do. you think if the Cavaliers they let's say let's say LeBron James stays right, who would you rather spend money on? Isaiah Thomas or DeMarcus Cousins? Mm, can he coexist with Isaiah LeBron Thomas James? and the Paul, oh, Paul George. Well, I mean, mm. if they can make both, they can. No. They've played together. They've, they've, they, they can, they yeah, can but you got, they, they, they got to trade coming up. If you, so, you're saying, so you're saying if LeBron stays, they're going to go after DeMarcus Cousins? They can't afford to do that. If they're, if they're, if unless they're they get, going. Unless they're getting rid of Kim no, Love. If they're going to pay a free agent. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be. Who? It's not gonna be Isaiah. It's Thomas. not gonna be Isaiah. Thomas. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. All right, we'll they're, see. It just doesn't make sense. If you're gonna give somebody right, so a, got, a near max deal, right? I see what you're saying, but so then they got three, four point guards coming off the books this year. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go out and that, try to get a try to sign someone. They got that Brooklyn pick. That's true. They still got the Brooklyn pick. But you know what, Sean? You're you're, you're saying what what I believe. The fact that LeBron thought, LeBron's Brooklyn in a position where he can bring free agents to him. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to swap teams anymore. He's in a position alongside Kevin Love. Where he can get to the Eastern Conference Finals with no problem. He's playing well right now, Kevin Love. And bring in a Paul George, a DeMarcus Cousins. You know, whether Isaiah Thomas stays and, and they bring in somebody, another mid-tier guy, he's still in a position to go to the NBA Finals. And, if, and, if, and that's if, a position he'd rather be in than, than, than go elsewhere. anybody's in a position to take a pay cut, it would be LeBron. Seriously. LeBron ain't taking a pay cut. He's probably going to get paid the same if I had no, that's, he's some, getting a that's probably he's a pay cut. He's that's getting a raise. LeBron James cannot take a pay cut. The NBA right. is right. different from the you NFL. Right. Tom right. Brady can take a pay cut to win championships because Tom Brady's already won. Well, and he's, won. Also, he's also on the 52-player uh, yeah, roster. LeBron, so. LeBron has done it before. Don't Le- say he hasn't. LeBron he has. won't take a pay cut. He, he's already done it. He's not taking another pay cut. Mm. If it means bringing in Paul George or DeMarcus Cousin, he ain't going to take a pay cut. Nope. 35 is coming up, man. I'm telling you. Seriously. Ace 35. Call me crazy, but I think that's when you're going to see the dip. And LeBron James' performance at age 35. So, two years from now? Because he just turned 30. Yep. Yep. Oh, no, he will turn, right? No, he just turned 33. Years. I well, thought he was on the 30th. He was born in 84. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying the, uh, the birthday's the 30th, isn't it? I thought it was around New Year. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. Thinking, He's going to turn in a couple of days. Thinking around. 
Xmas. All, All right. right. I hate LeBron James. Let's move on. Well, he uh, has a lot to do with uh, your segment, right, Sean? We'll get into that. So we'll get some more Cavaliers talk. LeBron. Oh! For all you LeBron James fans out there who are also Celtics fans, you're a unicorn. Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right. So we're going to be looking ahead. Um, did you enjoy the Christmas special we did last time, Joel, without you? I did. I did. I chuckled. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> did you really chuckle? Or you're just saying that. No, I did. I did. I like, did. Uh, I my favorite, my favorite part was the uh, the piggy bank story because I also got the same. Well, it's a different color, but you know, yeah, I should have mentioned both, that. Both got a piggy bank yeah, so Joel and I talked about that. Yeah. How we both got it was weird because it was like gift. we opened up all our gears and, we're, and then like oh wait, our, we got one more. Yeah, both our parents were like, oh, we still see two more behind that tree, and, and you're like, like oh. those are the best ones, dude. That's so it. We opened it up and then like they were excited. We were just like. <laughs> Yay. Piggy bang. Piggy banks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's exactly how they said it, too. You sure you guys are done? Are you sure? Why don't you crawl underneath the tree? Go, go to the back. I left you guys the best ones back there. We we're like, okay. <laughs> oh, this better be an Xbox. Mine was yellow and this was green. <laughs> <laughs> or back then, I think it was a, a Sega. Sega. Yeah. It's better be a Sega Genesis. It's better be a fucking Dreamcast. <laughs> All right. Looking ahead. Nets, the playoff bound Nets. Might be smart. Take on the Celtics back to back home games, huh? Look at that. Uh, that uh, That's Thursday to Sunday, so they get a couple days off, which is nice. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Ring in the new year with your Boston Celtics. Is that a bad night or no, later night? It's a 5 30. It's a 5 30. That's yeah. an early, after, early evening game. Cool. How you how you been feeling about the Nets? No, question is how you've been feeling about the Nets. Yeah, that's your squad. <laughs> um, the Nets and the uh, 76ers, the two underdogs for, yeah. for Sean Dutra. Well, they're not um, in the playoff picture yet, but they will be. Okay. Um, Still time. So, so does Cleveland enjoy that first pick or not? They oh, dominated okay. the Wizards. Yeah. Something the Celtics didn't do. Okay. Yeah, Brooklyn's been that team this year. They can score. They come up with these wins against teams that they have no business beating. They can score. They can't defend. They got. Um, they still haven't uh, really worked in. Does Okafor go off? Okafor. That's the no, they haven't really worked him in yet. Okay. Yeah, they, they're sort of. Uh, they're working him out. Being patient with him, they put well, him on the back burner. He'll probably go off that day then. Yeah, Okafor <laughs> will come in and score twenty points. You're probably right. <laughs> like his debut. Remember that? Grab twenty yeah. points. His first game, <laughs> he had like sixteen in the first quarter. He'll have a twenty twenty game. First time at the Garden since. Jaren Soldier. Well, we'll see, but that happens on New Year's Eve. Then it's Christmas. Ah, oh, Christmas. Uh, I wish it still was Christmas, actually. <laughs> then it's New Year's. <laughs> What's going on? Somebody's missing Christmas. You know who's starting for the Brooklyn Nets? I forgot. Tyler Zeller. Causeway Street's boy, Is Tyler really? Zeller. Getting some starting run for the... Oh, that's right. He makes his first return to Brooklyn. Boston. Think it's going to be a tribute video? Tribute video? Yeah. Yes, of course. Got to do it. Zeller? It, pay- it pained me to take him out of the intro, our intro. You can put it back in, man. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. <laughs> yeah, drop it off at the end I'll of the episode. I will. I will. All right. Um, after the Nets come in on a New Year's Eve uh, special, then it is the game we've all been waiting for. Starting Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? No, Cavs. come to Boston. Are we gonna hear this? Cavs come to Boston. We're gonna hear this. Starting at point guard, Isaiah Thomas. Yes, I think so. I think Isaiah's gonna play. 
I just hope it's not his first game back because that's going to be... Uh, no, it probably is. I think it's going to be more emotional than he's anticipating. And I think it's going to affect him. Uh, it's going to affect his game. So we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But I, if I'm the Cleveland Cavaliers or if I'm a fan of Cleveland, I'm hoping he plays at least one game before he goes into Boston. January 3rd will be the day that Isaiah comes back and I'm going to say scores seven points. Seven. Seven. You're out of your mind. Even if he comes back, though, like even if he comes back, he's not playing thirty minutes. He's gonna play like he'll play close to be, it. He'll be on a time restriction. Now. No, he's gonna he'll play, play probably fifteen. You, wait a minute, you guys think Ty Lue does minute restrictions? Oh yeah, you're Ty right. Lue doesn't give a damn. Yeah, about LeBron's like, oh, you're good. All right, yeah, that's it. It's like you're going all in, or you're not going at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> zero to a hundred, huh? <laughs> all day, yeah. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, and also you got LeBron James in your ear. You know LeBron gonna be like, yeah, take that shot. Yeah, take, yeah. yo, screw Boston. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's I go, mean, let's I go, think, let's go. He'll, he'll have a lot of shot attempts, but I'm, I'm, I don't think he'll score seven. But seven, he'll have like 15, 16 points. Seven points, he's still rusty. Twenty. He's he hasn't Stop played twenty. Hasn't played since May. Uh, he knows those hoops. Seven. He knows he those rims. May. And plus, like you said, the emotion of that of that of that game. Beforehand, you know the garden's gonna give him a tribute video. Listen, you know he's gonna get a standing he ovation. He should get a tribute video. He should get a listen, standing listen, ovation. He listen, should get all that. He's gonna go listen. to all that. This he should. Man, this man played. They're gonna arrive in the Boston the day after he lost his sister. I understand that he will be fine. All right, he'll be fine as long as he gets that tune up before. That's the one. But no, he, I, I, that's I, my I, that's my caveat. Really. One caveat: he has to play before listen. one game before going to Boston. Do you think everybody's everybody's over over um, expecting of? Isaiah in this game. I'm not. He's not going to be able I to mean, come out 20, uh, after not playing since the May. Tw- 20, May. Point, 20 points is not overexpected, though. Yes, it is. Unless he's going to drop four. Under 10. Under and 10. it's nothing it against under, him. It won't be under 10. It's nothing against Isaiah. It's nothing against Isaiah at all. I put up like 16, I just, 18 points on like... Don't think it's, it's like time for... 16 shots. Yeah, I don't think it's time for him to come back. I doubt it's he'll not the take a shot. I think it'll be like three for 10, Yo, you seven to, points. You need to get that on a t-shirt, bro. It's not the chip, it's the hip. It's not the chip, it's the hip. When did I say that? Did I say that? Sean doesn't even remember saying that. When I when I said you guys don't realize the no, chip said, on his shoulder. He said, he said, I'm not worried about the chip. I'm worried about the hip. I'm worried about ah, the hip. Put that yeah. on a t-shirt. Put it on there. Bang it. Green Lines T. Hit us up. Green Lines T. What up, Bigelow T. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got for and looking ahead. And that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right. Thank you, Sean. That. Segment by Sean, his favorite segment, the look ahead segment of the College Street Podcast, is brought to you by MyBookie. Head over to MyBookie.ag and use the promo code Causeway, where you can activate a free offer off your first deposit. Not only will MyBookie match your deposit, but they'll give you a 50% bonus for you to play with. MyBookie is where the bet is just as important as who you're betting on. If you want to make money, you have to do it with MyBookie.ag. I trust them, but don't take my word for it. Go check them out yourself. Head over to mybookie.ag, enter the promo code Causeway, and you can activate that free offer. Mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. All right. Let's wrap things up the way we wrap up every single episode. And uh, we know it's that time because Joel is writing like a madman. It is time for In Case You Missed It. And I am back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> In case you missed it. Guess In case you back. missed it. The NBA, who likes to do a lot of pointless things these days, has admitted that the refs missed not one, not two, but three foul calls on Kevin Durant oh, against Bron Bron. What? 
during the Jeez. Cast Warriors. I missed that. <laughs> Christmas Day matchup. <laughs> that was bad, love. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> On their two-minute report. Sorry, guys. Another two-minute report, refs, huh? You know, are publicly graded now. And LeBron obviously was heated while, you know, airing out his frustration. Yeah, those calls were bad. Though. Also, what a shocker. Ariana Grande, what? I, I, didn't, I didn't need a report to, to figure that out. Those Seriously. calls were terrible. Yeah. yeah, you know, obviously there was uh, other people with their opinions, such as uh, Draymond Green, who deemed the report very pointless, asking who does it help, which I do agree with. Why do they keep releasing these reports when there's no consequences mm. for them fucking up? Somebody should get fired. Well, it holds them accountable. So I give them, I give them credit for that. But at the same time, it doesn't. But every time it doesn't they change the outcome of the I'm game. I'm just kidding. Don't fire him. But like, what? I think the NFL does like points systems where like you get graded, and if you don't grade well, you don't get a playoff game or something like that. Like, okay, I see what you're saying. But I don't know if they do it that way. The NBA. I don't know. I think it's just more like public shaming. Like, oh, look at this. This is you. You kept, yeah. you kept fucking. You know up. what? I think it's public shaming. But at the same time, I also think it's next time LeBron James plays a game. He'll be going to free throw line about 12 times. More than that. He's going to have like 20 attempts at the free throw line. It's like, look, we messed up. Yeah, Mal- we got you in the future. It's like an unofficial, like, Mario I owe you. Kutchen's going to be on that game. Yeah. It's it's an I owe you one. Oh, it's just. Sometimes Scott I feel like Foster. Other, other than that reason, though, I guess. It's, the only time I have a big problem with it is in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't want to hear you guys messed well, up this, game four this, or this, game seven. Yeah, the Celtics, the Celtics, that happened a few times last year and the year before. Not, not just with the Celtics, but a lot of these games, the outcomes could change on, on, on a one possession or two possession type of situation. And you're right. Like, if, if you don't get any consequence, if you don't get fined, or if you don't get like suspended or something like that. So mm. what's the point of the, what's the point of the report? Yeah. The one time, one call I wish they would have overturned in my lifetime is the 2012 game six Dwayne Wade foul on Ray oh, Rondo. Oh my God. He in got raked across the face. That's huge in my lifetime. Yeah. He, yeah. That's, that's the one. That's the missed call. And they didn't even, they didn't even admit to that because there was no such thing as a two minute yeah. report back then. You guys think that they should start doing this? Not this, but what, should, what I'm trying to say. You, you guys think that they should start uh, going to New Jersey to to check every single call? Because you know that they can only do that no. for... Secaucus? Yeah, Secaucus. That's what I was going to say. Secaucus? You guys don't think that they should go to Secaucus for just like every call? Because the well, way they get a, it right? Well, that's another thing. Or like, at, least, at least in the last two minutes. How many times you stop the game for that and you're still messing it up? No, the problem is that the refs shouldn't be involved in the decision. If, it, if, 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 if you're just going to have... If you're going to have a ref... Then let him referee the game. But well, you have three refs, though. In this. Right. You, so, you, so you have three refs. Let them referee the game. If they decide, I don't know about that call. Keep it, keep it moving. Somebody they, sh- they should be able to pause the game, but it should be somebody who watches the screen and just goes, let me watch this, let me watch that, let me watch this. Okay, yep, that's a foul, or that's out of bounds off this. Uh, don't replay it 1,000. Fr- like, the fact that mm. they have to replay it so many times – Make a decision. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe watch two angles. Fine. There should be a but shot clock for them to figure out what's going on. That should be ten seconds. Yeah. Once they call a timeout, everything's done in Secaucus. They go, "Oh shit, let's watch this." Uh oh, nope, you're right. That's out of bounds off off right. uh, Celtics. Make a decision. You're Just on, you're on make the clock. it. You're on the clock because not only does it kill the momentum for either side, but you're giving them a free timeout. You're saying that there should be a ref that watches the replays. And that's the person. And who then makes that's the decision. person that makes the final decision. If all three of them can come to a decision, yes, yeah, okay, I like. Or that. just fire the refs and hire robots. I would just rather that. Just get all new refs. I don't know. At this no point. robots. <laughs> no robots only work in baseball. No robots would work they, fine. They in will basketball. be able to tell if it's a striker. or a Robots ball. would work fine in basketball, based on camera angles and stuff like that. Yeah, they'd be fine. You wouldn't have a robot all around the court, but like if somebody fouled somebody, 
You could set the settings like low or high or whatever. Like, you know, figure it out. You can have a robot there. <laughs> for, Le- for LeBron James is on high. Yeah. LeBron James, it's like uh, anytime anyone gets close. Call file. XOBot3000. Man, I didn't say foul. What did you say, LeBron? Foul. Technical foul. <laughs> technical. You called me a hunk of junk. It picks up on keywords if you swear at him. It's like, technical foul. Technical foul. To repeat what you said back. Did you just call me the N-word? <laughs> <laughs> you said I have no grease in my joints. <laughs> I am not overheating. Technical foul. You called me a female dog. <laughs> uh, I am a robot. Not I am a, not a human. Treat me as such. In case you missed it, the uh, 2018 <laughs> Basketball Hall of Fame nominees have been released. New rule, guys, if you didn't know. Oh, new rule. That's gone into effect. Former players are eligible to, for, to be nominated after three years of retirement instead of six. Don't know why they changed it, but anyways, here are, the, uh, here are some notable candidates. And the nominees. Brrr. Jason Kidd. No, I'm just kidding. Steve Nash, <laughs> Grant Hill, Chauncey Billups. Richard Hamilton, or Rip. I don't know why I wrote down Richard, but... Wait, why did they change the rule? That makes it so unfair for everybody this that's year. A, that's, yeah, it makes it unfair for those that didn't, that didn't make it last year to get voted this year because now you got... Now, now a whole new group of... Or a whole batch of players now get like and, this... And everybody that was years four through six. Yeah. No, I, I know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, oh, continue. Uh, what did I say? I said uh, Rip Hamilton mm-hmm. and... And... Ray Allen. Mm. So say that list again. Steve Nash, mm-hmm. Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. Grant Hill, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, and Ray Allen. So I think you go Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Ray Allen. Just top three. Not in that order. Steve yeah. Nash. Yeah. I mean, Chauncey Billups I should agree. get in the Hall of Fame, and Rip Hamilton should get in the Hall of Fame, but... I can't believe you guys didn't notice. What? Oh, he said Ray Allen twice. Oh, Whoa! You know what happened? KG and Paul Pierce starting to forgive him. Nope. Did you notice? Nope. I, don't nope. know if you, I don't know if you guys saw this in, game, in uh, Area 21. I'll tell you guys. He referred to Ray... Uh, not you, but I'm pointing out Joel right now. Kevin Garnett referred to Ray Allen as, as uh, two shooters that he had on his team. He hasn't used that name since he started doing Area 21. It's the first time. Let me tell you. Dropping let me, hints. Let me tell you why I decided. I can't believe you said it. To and say, to say his full it. name, Karma has finally caught up to Walter Ray <laughs> oh, after his uh, "quote unquote" catfish stalker. Mm, that was great. You know, tell me you have an, tell me you have an update that stalker case. It's, there's no update, but oh, for those okay. who don't know, okay, okay, all right, you got me excited. He says he claims that there's this, there's this guy that's been stalking him that claimed to be an attractive woman online. The guy actually was saying it's reversed that Ray mm-hmm. has been stalking him, right? And he knows damn well that he's a guy. Mm. And now that they're going to court, there's uh, there's been uh, restraining orders mm-hmm. in place. So, but I digress though. About what do, that wait, what, what are your <laughs> thoughts on the case, yeah, Joel? Real quick though, do you guys think that this? <laughs> we never got a chance to talk about that, but yeah. What about the what about the what about the accuser <laughs> here for a second? Because think about this. this is the part that gets me that's, that got me confused here. No, the accuser supposedly is Ray. Well. Yeah, no, okay, okay, okay. Listen, because this dude has come other, out. This, this dude other. has come out. All right, but listen, listen, though. Why is the restraining order, why is it put on both of them? No, no, it's been put on the stalker, quote-unquote, has put it on Ray. 
Yeah, exactly. So, so how, that's why. So that that becomes public record, right? But but yeah. in order to in order to go through with that, they have to have legit evidence that Ray Allen was trying to see this guy, mm. regardless if he thought probably it was a woman or not. Probably what happened is he thought it was a woman. Then he said, "I'm gonna fucking kill you," <laughs> and then he put his training order on. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe he made threats. Yeah, that's that. That hasn't been released or anything like mm-hmm. that. But you know, it could it could it could it could go down that so, way. So so either of you, either of you think he's uh he might be gay. No, I'm trying to throw it out there. Uh, this is where I'm. This is what I'm getting at. I would just say we shouldn't <laughs> talk about this on the air. <laughs> I'm gonna draw the line there. I thought about saying a Sean Ducha drawing the line yeah. on the call that she podcast. Yeah. Okay, yeah. percentage. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think he is. All right, Joel, let us be missed. I don't think he is. Just putting it out there. He's one hell of a shooter. Forty percent, and I think he makes it into the Hall of Fame. Forty percent shooter. Yeah, he was a great forty percent shooter from, from three point line. Great Sean, I see yes. the line, and I'm going to uh, backpedal. So yeah, so no, going back to Sean's point, right? So players that were nominated last year but didn't, didn't, they didn't make it. Obviously, they didn't make the Hall of Fame. Include, uh, or, or, and they're going to be on the ballot this year. Tim Hardaway, uh, Ben Wallace, Chris Webber, C. Webb, Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy, huh? good old Muggsy. They're eligible again, how many, obviously. To how be, many years of eligibility does he have? Well, last year was his first. So, but he didn't make it. So, yeah, you stay on. Last year, well, uh, I guess seven years oh, ago. Oh, so it's not, it's not a. He like, played you know, till you know, 2010. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. No, no. Listen, listen. No, yeah, yeah. You I, get, just, people, I just got it now. People, make, people vote just for those to be nominated. Oh, I got so you. So, last year you. was the first time you. Muggsy he was nominated. Was nominated. Mm-hmm. Why would he make the Hall of Fame? Muggsy Vogue's not a Hall of Famer. Well, I mean, he made it. That's kind of far for him, don't you think? Like, getting to this point. So, no. I think at, at some point, he'll get in. Maybe it's not. ridiculous. Anytime soon. All right, so uh, so finalists for the 2008 you know Hall of Fame ceremony will uh, be announced on All Star Weekend. All nice, right. I think Ray Allen will make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I already said that. Do you guys think they're going to do like a 10 year reunion thing? I'm surprised it hasn't been anything announced because they, yeah. they all, all the players are wearing the, the 2008 patches, all the, not on their jersey, but they have it on their like warm up. But there's nothing scheduled or anything planned. Is it going to be after Paul Pierce gets the number retired? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess. They'll do it. Probably be like a playoff game. All right, in case you missed it, we all remember good old uh, Charlie Villanueva, don't we? You He's know? got no hair anywhere on his body. Yes, he uh, last played for the Dallas Eyebrows, Mavericks. no. The last played for the Dallas Mavericks. Chest hair, no. During the uh, 2014-15 season. Goatee, no. Former NBA player still resides in Dallas these days, where his house was recently burglarized. Oh... Villanueva took to Twitter to, uh, you know. Are they steal his razors? Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, vent his frustrations. He has a condition. About the, vob- about the robbery. And the fact that the Make Dallas PD, you know. Had, syndrome. The Dallas PD hadn't arrived after several hours of being called. He went on to tweet about his appliances being gone. And he also tweeted out a picture of his bathroom where you could clearly see. His toilet was missing. Mm, hair trimmings <laughs> everywhere. They jacked the toilet. Wow. The toilet? The toilet, bro. Mm. Toilet was missing. Was it a gold toilet? I don't know. That's what I'm trying was to figure out. Was it the Pablo Escobar to- toilet? No, I don't know. But listen to some of these tweets, though. This is what this is what made me want to bring this up. I'm still shocked at the things that they stole, but the one stands out the most is a toilet. Bro, <laughs> bro, a toilet? My, I can't get my mind off of that. A toilet. Wow. Call the Dallas PD at 6.50. It is now 10.41. No response. Hashtag find my toilet. (laughs) 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 Hashtag find my toilet. I've called four times already. I'm still tripping. Who steals a toilet? (laughs) Like why a toilet? One toilet at Dallas PD. Still not at my house. Mm. 
appliances gone. Like all now, like, wait a minute. Serious? Does he have a one bathroom house? I, uh, he probably does. Well, that was probably like his go-to toilet. That was the nicest one. So, Pro- but, but uh, <laughs> this, this wasn't in a half. I don't bath. wish. It's probably in like the big size master bathroom. I mean, I don't wish any any wrong on anyone, especially you know around the holidays and somebody coming in your house and stealing anything from you. But if he does have a one bathroom house. That's like the worst Which he could doesn't. Do to do. He doesn't. He doesn't have one bathroom. Yeah, but if he does, though, well, why would he tweet about it? Though? Like that's <laughs> that's like I know. you gotta like I'll drive get, down I'll, the street. You gotta yeah. go to like the the, the closest restaurant. Like, like if you look at the if you look like at the aim. if you look at the uh, the tweet where <laughs> the he, hole they left in the ground. Look at the tweet where he you know that is a hole right you there. You can see yeah you can see aim. the you clearly you can see you know it's like they stole my toilet. I'm not making this shit up. Still waiting on Dallas PD. So I don't know if they ever if they ever showed up or not, but I. Sounds that's like just, a, it sounds like a, it sounds like a crime of passion. That's just fucked up. Do you think Ben Mike, Gordon did it to Mike, his fellow Yukon? That's what I'm about to say. My conspiracy is someone that he knew or someone that he pissed off, and they're like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck up his day. Forget, you know, stealing all like the valuables in his house. Yeah. I'm taking his toilet." Yeah, that's a that's a crime of passion. That's someone that <laughs> you knew that person. <laughs> One time, somebody came over to his house and was like, "Hey, can I use the bathroom?" He just goes, "No." <laughs> and that guy's like, or just somebody who I'm hates him. Steal your toilet one day. Maybe somebody doesn't even does he never met. Maybe someone like who installed his Comcast and was just like, I fucking hate Charlie Villanueva. Yeah, I'm gonna you. take his. I'm gonna I'm gonna do an inside <laughs> job and steal his fucking toilet. I Kevin Garnett may have done it. I bet you. <laughs> I bet you he hates the, Charlie Villanueva. I bet you it was a two man job. And one of the guys was like, you know what, man? You ever heard of an upper decker? <laughs> oh. the upper guy was decker like, no, gone wrong. I'll do one better, dude. <laughs> just jack the whole toilet. Uh, and then we'll do an upper decker and leaving his lawn one week later. <laughs> they return- He's like, look at this toilet. We can we can make money off of this. No upper deckers. We'll do something else. They return his toilet with the upper decker. <laughs> That's fucked up. With the tank all full comes of back sh- one day. Full of shit. Comes back like a week later. He goes to his bathroom. He's like, where are my toilets back? My God. It's cu- filled with a week's worth of shit <laughs> in the top part. Just gross. <laughs> Hashtag upper decker. That's more than an upper decker. That's like a, no, I don't know. What would you do <laughs> if you came home one day and your toilet was gone? What would I do? Yeah. Mm. I think you'd be pretty pissed. If I if I came home one day and my toilet was gone, I'd probably laugh. <laughs> and, and then you would tweet it out, probably. And, and then and then and then I would probably like am, do I what's my situation? Do I have to take a shit? No, you come home, you see that did I like rush home and be like, yeah, oh, you're, oh, no, I, your door's was, been broken into, but then you're like, shit, like, what are they taking? You're looking around, you don't see anything. You're like, oh, okay, everything seems to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you have to, you have that urge, and then you go into the bathroom and your toilet's gone. Depends. Was I pinching a groundhog or? <laughs> <laughs> if I was, then I'd be pretty well, pissed. Yeah, because of the nerves, because you, you probably thought like, shit, everything's been taken, but nothing was taken except for the one thing you need at that moment. You still got the pipeline though. You're good. Yeah. If you right. had to do that. You dame. You dame if you had to do it. He's walking around like, what the fuck did they take? And then as soon as he opens that, he just cracks the door open. And you just see toilet missing. I, uh, a guy used to live above me that clogged his toilet. So he started shitting in a bucket. Oh, Jesus. And then he would throw it off his third floor balcony. Yeah. Hmm. You're like, well, this is going. Yeah, it was gross. Well, <laughs> I'm not <enough. laughs> So... I mean, that's, I guess, I would shit in a bucket. Not the answer I was looking for, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) No, big, I want to send out out a big shout out to uh, Dan Hedges and uh, Tyler Sharp, who are responsible for making the. uh, Who are they? They're making, they're filmmakers. (laughs) They made the documentary called Hoops Africa Ubuntu Matters, which aired on NBA TV on Christmas Eve. Great documentary. And the day after Christmas. Really good. Dan, Dan Hedges is actually a friend of mine. 
graduated high school together, and I wrote a piece about the film over the summer. So uh, I'm glad that it finally was able to uh, be seen and be shown. So yeah, congrats, was good. Congrats to them on making a documentary about uh, the power of Mbutu that it led to the Celtics 2008 championship. And two NBA games on the continent of Africa. Yeah, you know what? What I liked the most about it was it wasn't just about the 2008 uh, championship team, but it was also about the like players. Like multiple stories, yeah. Right, multiple mm-hmm. stories of players that are from Africa and you know how they made their way to the NBA and how they're not just guys who played a few years here. They're guys who are solid rotation players and going to have a long career in the NBA. So it was, it, was, it was cool. It was a good documentary. Pretty much in the last two years, it's been uh, well-documented about the uh, first NBA game, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, the, the game of basketball is very huge in, 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 in Africa, and this film just talks about different stories, and the Celtics winning the championship just happened to be one of them. Right. And they talk, they interviewed many NBA players, and they talked to a lot of the, the members of that championship team, such as Paul Pierce, Doc Rivers, Brian Scalabrini. Yeah, Scal made an appearance. Yeah, so. Well, bless the rains cool. down in Africa, I'll say that. I'll bless the rains down in Africa. Africa. So yeah, so no shout out Gonna to Gonna take a lot of <laughs> from you. Well, yeah. Yeah, um unfortunately I wasn't here last episode, so unfortunately? I didn't get a chance to uh yeah, fortunately. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to Shit. big up big up the uh the, the documentary before it aired on NBA TV, but I'm sure it'll air at some point again. Sean and I would have made a trip to a hospital if you came down here. Oh man, that's messed up. I would have been I would have quarantined myself. <laughs> Was you gonna wear a mask? I was gonna wear a mask, you know. Have my have some future plan in the background. <laughs> Well, this, in case you missed it, is brought to you by the CLNS mobile app. Download the best coverage online with the CLNS mobile app. You can also subscribe to the CLNS YouTube channel where you can listen and view us, the Causeway Street Podcast. Do it. And yeah, make sure you do that. And that is it for... In case you missed it. Obviously, follow us on all social media outlets at Causeway Street. Blocka. And Blocka, thank you all for the support in this 2017. Oh, this is it, huh? This is it. Last episode of 2017. This is Old it. Lang Syne. This is it. This is that is that it. song? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sing it. Since you, you know, you're probably going to I, regardless. I, 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 I can't. I've drawn a blank. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Put you on the spot. Yeah. But happy new year, everybody. 2018 yeah. should be a great year. Yeah. No, and, and since I wasn't here again, Merry Christmas. Oh. To oh, you, thanks, Dutra. <laughs> and you, Sway, even though I did see you. But I, I, hope, yeah, everybody, I, you, I hope everybody had a great Christmas and happy Hanukkah. It uh, goes, goes by too fast. You know? Merry goes by New way Year. Too fast. Yeah, a lot of preparation for 24 hours. Well, Sean, you come from a big family, so it must have been fun to have all the all the brothers back together because none of you all guys live, clan. None of you guys live near each other, really. Yeah, so the Dutra cool. clan back in town. <laughs> he sounds stoked about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, technically. Technically, everyone's away at Christmas, so we do an after Christmas party. Which did you, did you, uh, you, you four boys get a rowdy? Well, I guess you will. Will yeah. you guys get a oh, rowdy? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Rowdy, come on. That's not even like that's like come part on. of part of the. Uh, yeah. That's Dutra, like Dutra that's DNA. Like, that's like that's breakfast. Like the iceberg. That's like breakfast. We're yeah. rowdy at breakfast. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing we're all healthy, huh? Because I let me tell you guys, waking up from a nap, shaking, and already being under covers. Not a good look. Yeah, I would say um, I'm even worried that I'm sitting next to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look healthy, and you did. Just, you did during a, Christmas too. So yeah, yeah. It was just, a, it was just a, yeah. Let's be honest, he looks sickly. Think he looks sickly. Think you're in the clear. It was just a fever. No, no coughing. No, you know, spreading, you get, of, spreading of germs. Did you get yeah, a piggy bank? What, what color was the fever? I did not. No, I didn't get a piggy bank. I was expecting That's you to good. give me that just to to make me laugh. Well, like I said last episode, I mean nowadays for us. I'm, 
piggy bank is probably a 401k. So there you go. <laughs> Gotta love that investments. Yes. Hashtag savings account right there. Get your retirement on point. Save your money, folks. Save any your resolutions? Money. You guys do that? New Year's resolution? I oh, think I'm going to quit smoking. Joel, any resolutions? <laughs> He's not going to quit smoking. I am. Uh, I have um, to. I'm gonna... no, you're not. Yeah, I am. I think. You, we... Completely. Cold Completely. turkey. Yeah. Can we get a wager on this? Which, by the way, you have to you have to fulfill your your oh, last wager. Right. I'm yeah. wa- I'm waiting to go to karaoke, and we got to do it before. Yeah. I say we do it on Saturday night before New Year's Eve. I, think, I will go to a karaoke spot and I'll do it. I think it. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose. That's a good idea. I got nothing planned. I'm gonna choose the song. I touch myself for you to say. Shit. <laughs> All right. Fine. Hey, if you guys I have remember, any, I don't remember who sings it right if now. If you guys have any ideas, uh, I'm leaning towards that. Put them in the comment section. We got some. We got we got to uh, really think this one out. We got to make sure we pick the perfect song. For Sean to sing since he lost his bet. Thank you, Mavericks. Wait, what was the bet you lost again? <laughs> the, Mavericks the Mavericks would, would win more than seven games. That's right. That's no, you right. said they wouldn't win more than six. You yeah, know what? They won seven like that week. It's too bad that, uh, what was it? The guy who was painted silver, who had a terrible form. The mannequin? Yeah, he uh, stopped He stopped uh, tweeting at us. He, he I, I guess he was scared of playing Sean one-on-one. So I would be too scared. This is a uh, <laughs> this is a wager where Sean's got to come through here. By the way, the thing that sucks is that they're still the worst team yeah. in the Western Conference. Yeah, but that wasn't the wager. That wasn't the bet. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, it's a bet. It's a bet, man. How many wins do they have now? I, I ten. Stopped. They got ten. Okay. I stopped checking out the seven. I'm like, oh, well, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fine. That's all I needed. <laughs> got them. They could, they could lose the rest of the season. That's all I needed. <laughs> Watch them stop at ten, too. You were just off. I knew they were. It was just the timing. That was off. You should have went with ten. Right? Double digits. That, that's a great mark right there. Well, I then, think, then there would be one off between now and New Year. I think when I said it, they had. They had, they had four. Four. Yeah. yeah. And they won like three in a row. All right. Sean Ducha Karaoke coming at you soon. <laughs> we'll get that done. We'll try to get it done before 2018. Yeah. And then, um, good vibes for 2018. Right now, uh, back at home where our parents are from, Honduras, there's um, political mm. conflict. And we just want like hopes and prayers that everybody's remains safe because mm. it could get worse before it gets a lot better. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully that's um, hopefully that's not the case. But we'll, we'll see what 2018 brings in. Um, definitely thoughts and prayers to everyone down in Honduras. Uh, political conflict going on. Hasn't ended. Hasn't shown any signs of uh, coming to an end anytime soon, but hopefully it does. I would say, you know, Mr. President of the United States to come and, uh, you know, intervene. <laughs> you don't want that, man. You don't want that. That's pointless. You don't want but that. But that's not even worth bringing up. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Yep. Unfortunately, that's not the. Uh, yeah. So to answer your question. the kind of president we have right now. Answer your question on uh, New Year's resolution. I'm going to say I'm going to curse less. In general, not just on a Why? podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like, I'm, I, feel like I just like it's just, that's, I just I'm, that's always you like a, really first thing that comes out of my. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Sean and I yeah, worse yeah, than no, you. It's just more like man. I'm not saying Sean's worse than me. I'm just saying, no, no. I'm I saying mean, <laughs> like reverse, overall, but, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just overall, like you know, when I'm by myself, especially driving, like oof, I need to cool it down a little bit. All right. Yeah. What about you, Sway? Nah, I got nothing, man. I don't know. Um, how about you? Don't piss off Kyrie Irving. Yeah. <laughs> no. How about no, absolutely how, not. How about you? No. Your resolution should be to get as many people mad as you as possible. Get another one. Get another one. No, but this, at least this wasn't. This wasn't like horrible. Your resolution status. should be like, walk off. Make Brad Stevens swear. Make Brad, what at me yeah. or just in general? If he just goes fuck you, sway. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking question. If he calls me sway, I'll be and impressed. Then, and then get, I'd be impressed that he knows that. And that, then get that a drop game. after. <laughs> Hey, this is Brad Stevens. Fuck you, Sway. You listen to the Cosmic Street Street Podcast. Podcast. Don't ask stupid questions. I'd be the greatest drop ever. Uh, Maybe that should be my resolution. 
Get a Brad Stevens drop. No, I don't like that. I don't know. I'll get back to you. All right. All right. We're out of here, guys. Everyone have a happy new year. Happy, safe new year uh, from the College Street Podcast. Fellas, any last words? 2017. What a crazy year, man. Seriously. We've, yeah. uh, I, don't even know, I don't even know how to sum up the year. We, we've, uh, awful. We've been yeah. doing our thing, man. Not to, not to uh, sound like those, not to sound like that kind of podcast. It's been, it's been a great year. But we've, uh, we've made some strides this year. So thank you, everyone, of course, because yes. you are the reason why we're hitting these numbers and why, uh, we, we've been so successful this year, you know? So thank you. Toot our own horn if you don't mind. Yeah, where's that horn at? And fuck Lou Maloney. No, I just was. Oh, fuck Lou Maloney. Okay. I, I enjoyed having Lou on. <laughs> All right, fuck, fuck the other guys then. OMF. I don't think they say anything bad about us. Hey, why don't we? Why don't? Why don't we? Just <laughs> oh no, they did after the fact. Not recently, but they did after the fact. Let's pick another fight with a radio show. Let's do it. That's, That's our resolution. resolution. <laughs> yeah, if they warn it, let's Speak do it. For yourself, we didn't pick no fights. They came at us. They did come. Yeah, at you us. said pick another fight. That's yeah, true. Yeah, they came. No, at not us. with that show. Any of no, 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 no. I'm saying yeah, we we didn't pick. We didn't really pick that fight. Aren't we? Like label mates with uh, Anna now? Isn't she on like, she's going to have like a show coming out soon at some point? Coming soon. Breaking news on Causeway Street Podcast. (laughs) Anna Horford now part of CLNS Radio. CLNS Media. (laughs) Welcome to the team, Anna. Welcome to CLNS. No, that should be your resolution. (laughs) When you want the best. Get that that mastered. Get that mastered recorded. (laughs) Like some 80s fucking guitar riff in the background. That'd be great. Get a legit guitarist to do it too. C L and S. When you want the best. All right, take take seventy five. Come on, guys, get this one. <laughs> I'm like, guys, uh, I don't know if I can keep singing. Sounds like I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> like I need more feeling. All right, just get the riff. Come on, guys. Got a band behind you. All right, guys, we're out of here. Happy we'll New see Year. See you in 2018.